This is Plant-Based Briefing, the secret horrors and products of rendering dead animals, from Animals in Print, published at all-creatures.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Plant-Based Podcast, where I curate, get permission, and narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, and eco-friendly living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. I've read a number of articles on plant-based dog and cat food. You can just search wherever you listen to this podcast, put dog or cat in the search field, and those will come up. And a week or so ago, I read another one on plant-based dog food. I read one on Bravo Packing, a pet food slaughterhouse, which I didn't know was a thing. You can check that out. It was episode 318. But after reading that, I mentioned I would find an article about rendering and share it with you here. So that's what I'm doing today. This article is from all-creatures.org. They are a nonprofit dedicated to cruelty-free living through a vegan lifestyle. And I recommend subscribing to their newsletter because they share great stories, poetry, action alerts, articles. It's a really great resource. They've also created a free resource called What to Eat When You Don't Eat Animals, Menus and Ideas to Inspire People Who Want to Eat As If Life is Precious. It is free, as I mentioned. You can find it at all-creatures.org, and I'll put a link in the show notes as well. But they include shopping secrets, dining out, menu ideas for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, vegan alternatives they recommend, and information on the impact of eating animals, as well as quotes and stories to inspire you. So check out that free guide and share it with others who might benefit. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. The Secret Horrors and Products of Rendering Dead Animals From Animals in Print, published at all-creatures.org Ever wonder what happens to the dogs and cats that don't get adopted at shelters? Ever wonder what happens to the squirrels, rats, etc. that are exterminated from homes and other properties because they're a nuisance? Or roadkill wildlife? Did you ever think what your dog and cat are really eating? The following article is shocking, but true the real eye-opener everyone should know. What is rendering? Rendering is a process that converts waste animal tissue into stable, value-added materials. Rendering can refer to any processing of animal products into more useful materials, or more narrowly, to the rendering of whole animal fatty tissue into purified fats like lard or tallow. Rendering can be carried out on industrial, farm, or kitchen scale. The majority of tissue processed comes from slaughterhouses, but also includes restaurant grease and butcher shop trimmings, expired meat from grocery stores, and the carcasses of euthanized and dead animals from animal shelters, zoos, and veterinarians. This material can include the fatty tissue, bones, and offal, as well as entire carcasses of animals condemned at slaughterhouses, and those that have died on farms, in transit, etc., The most common animal sources are beef, pork, sheep, and poultry. Rendering plants also handle other materials, such as slaughterhouse blood, feathers, and hair, but do so using processes distinct from true rendering. Unfortunately, as hard as it is to believe, the final product of this grisly process is sold as a source of protein and fat for making animal feeds. That's right, food ingredients to be fed to chickens, pigs, cattle, and you guessed it, dogs and cats. The shocking truth. Every day, hundreds of rendering plants across America ship thousands of pounds of this recycled garbage to ranches, farms, feedlots, and pet food manufacturers. 
Every batch of rendered product is labeled according to its dominant animal source. That's why on a dog and cat food label, you'll see so many ingredients that look like these. Poultry byproduct meal, meat byproduct meal, fish meal, animal fat. All are products of the rendering process. The same complex system which converts waste into animal feed has also evolved into a recycling nightmare. That's because rendering plants are unavoidably processing toxic waste, too. Here's how. The dead animals are frequently accompanied by a host of unwanted ingredients. Pesticides enter the rendering process via tainted livestock. Fish oil is commonly contaminated with mercury and other heavy metals. Dead pets are frequently thrown into the grinder with their flea collars still attached. Insecticide-laced patches found on the skin of slaughtered cattle are also carelessly added to the mix. Antibiotics and other pharmaceuticals follow livestock directly into the soup, and drugs given to euthanized pets have been regularly found in the rendered product. Unwanted metal contaminants can be traced to a variety of sources including pet collars, ID tags, surgical pins, and needles, and even plastics end up getting into the process. This is not the end. Every day, out-of-state supermarket meats, as well as spoiled fish and poultry, arrive by the truckload, right in their original styrofoam trays and shrink wrap. There's simply no time for the tedious task of unwrapping each individual package of the many thousands of rejected products. Plastic cattle ID tags, pesticide patches, and even the green waste disposal bags containing pets from veterinarians are tossed directly into the pit. As you can see, literally all of it, plastic, paper, cardboard, and whatever, goes right into the rendering machine. By now, you must be starting to figure it all out. Much of what goes into dog food is simply what's left over after the processing of human food. It's what's commonly classified as unfit for human consumption. Unfit for human consumption, however, is legal for pet food. Here's a short list of some of the unsavory raw materials I've already mentioned, plus a few others. All of the following ingredients are appalling, yet each can be lawfully used to make dog food. Slaughterhouse waste, organs, heads, hooves, beaks, feet. Bread and cereal rejects, cobs, stock, mill sweepings. Contaminated grain middling. Dying, diseased, and disabled farm animals. Roadkill, like deer, skunks, and raccoons distiller fermentation waste, spoiled supermarket food, dead zoo animals, restaurant grease, and euthanized cats and dogs. The pet food industry can be, at least in part, a sinister waste disposal vehicle for the human food manufacturers and a way to profit from its own garbage. Many companies practice legal witchcraft by magically turning their trash into cash. Watch the video Pulverizing linked here to see footage of an industrial shredder at a rendering plant. You just listened to The Secret Horrors and Products of Rendering Dead Animals from Animals in Print at all-creatures.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. When I went to my first vigil bearing witness to chickens going to slaughter, it was horrific um, and powerful. But other activists mentioned the trucks leaving were going to the rendering plants. I hadn't heard of rendering plants before. I didn't really understand what it was. It's horrific. And it's horrific that this garbage, flea collars and needles and 
metal tags and whatnot are going into food that's not fit for human consumption but can be dumped into your companion animals' bodies. And this is one of many reasons to look into plant-based food for your dogs and cats. I have a number of episodes you can listen to. I'd suggest starting with 199, 200, and 201. They're about vegan dogs and cats, 101 level, all the basics. And basically, it's nutrients, not ingredients, that are important. These commercially prepared foods are formulated to have all the nutrients your companion animals need for health without all of the antibiotics and the garbage that we just heard about going in. Also, without the animal flesh that are often allergens for dogs and cats. Have you noticed that companion animals are increasingly getting the same foodborne diseases that humans get? Cancer, diabetes, autoimmune diseases. It's the food. Healthy, clean, properly formulated plant-based food is far and above the best. So check those out and educate yourself on great alternatives that are out there nowadays. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit. And thanks for listening.